Hark the bardic paladin Who sings and plays again He tells the tales of glory And weaves a magic story He'll join you at your table And ask you to share a fable Heroes of humble origin Villains who must be fought again No matter their skill or prowess The people in life are countless so we pray you heed our request. Enjoy this tale of sidekicks and sidequests. Episode 23 Lady Camilla Stedding, the Archaeologist. Welcome to Sidekicks and Sidequests, the Dungeons and Dragons podcast that helps to put humans back into humanity and breathe life into your campaign NPCs with backstory and bravado. That's right, we're building a world, one character at a time. I am your host, Kurt Krenwelge, the Bardic Paladin, and welcome to the Levitating Platter. And welcome to another in-between week edition of Sidekicks and Sidequests. I went to the polls and Twitter and Reddit voted differently. And so I made the executive decision to go ahead and flesh out an idea of a character that I had in mind for quite some time based on Lara Croft from the Survivor timeline reboot of the series. Uh, I quite enjoyed playing this trilogy of games, and I found this version of Lara Croft to be very relatable, and to be able to go on the emotional character journey with her through the three different games. And so I thought it would be great to have this kind of character built as an NPC, so that way, if you would like to see this character show up in your game, or maybe use it as a template for a player character, then certainly feel free to do that. So as a promise to my other voter from the poll, the next in-between week episode that you will hear will be a lore episode, a homebrew lore episode. I know we've been on a trip as of late on the deities of my homebrew world, so maybe I'll take a slight departure and have a slightly different topic to help give everyone a little bit of a break. So without further ado... Let's dive into NPC creation. So, what is the character's name? The name that I came up with was Lady Camilla Stedding. Camilla, for the fact that is the voice actress's first name, and then Stedding is another type of Scottish term for a type of farming enclosure. So, Lady Camilla Stedding. What is the ancestry of this character? Human. I just went with human, plain and simple. What is your job or role in society? She was born into the aristocracy of her homeland, but she does not care nor rely heavily on her societal or political standing. She instead prides herself in being an archaeologist, explorer, and adventurer, just like her late father. Lady Stedding, in game terms, would be a multi-class fighter with several levels in rogue. How old is the character? I would envision that Lady Camilla would be anywhere between her late 20s to early 30s. Describe the physical appearance of the character. She stands 
five foot six inches with an athletic build. Her long brown hair is often braided into a single strand or tied up into a ponytail or bun. She has brown eyes and an overall elegant and beautiful appearance, whether she's donning leather armor or a flowing ball gown. Underneath the finery in armor, she bears her fair share of scars from the various dungeons she's delved into in search of treasure and great historical artifacts. She can always be found wearing an ancient jade pendant, her first archaeological find when she was a child on an expedition with her father exploring an ancient ruin. Describe yourself with three adjectives. I would say that Lady Camilla is a survivor, she's a bibliophile, and she's intelligent. Of course, like the events of the Tomb Raider video game from 2013, it casts Lara Croft as a survivor of a harrowing experience on her journey for her first big archaeological expedition as an adult. So borrowing on that same principle, Lady Camilla is a survivor as well. She's had to learn very quickly, no longer has any doubts about whether she could stay at home and be a proper lady in the society of aristocracy. She very much is down-to-earth, realistic, and she's had to kill for survival. Circumstances forced upon her. Certainly, she's a bibliophile with a father who traveled the world and explored many ruins and great sites. She just devoured knowledge and books and history. Anything that she could get her hands on since she preferred the company of books rather than the company of other young children when she was either off at a boarding school or perhaps tutors coming to the manor and trying to get her to pay attention to her lessons. And finally, she's intelligent. She absorbs subjects quickly. She has a various set of skills, whether it's combat or riding horses or archery or ancient languages and customs. She's definitely a triple threat. What is a valuable item, piece of lore, secret that this character possesses, or some ideal or concept that they ascribe to? Lady Camilla, to aid her in her exploration, has a pair of enchanted dwarven war picks combined with ropes of climbing, which allow her to rapidly climb and descend throughout dungeons, caves, and ruins. She's further enhanced with a pair of boots of striding and springing. She's well-versed in ancient history and in cultures, both common and obscure. Secretly, she struggles with survivor's guilt and her tendency toward violence when she's in danger or if she knows it would help solve her problems more easily. But Lady Camilla perseveres to take the least bloody path forward and she shows kindness to her friends, her family, and towards children. So in game terms, you get a pair of climbing axes and seemingly in the video game you can just kind of throw them at a wall and it'll stick and then Laura can quickly climb and descend ropes or use them to swing about detach so obviously that was ripe for a certain combination of magic items that would allow her to still be able to accomplish those sorts of feet so those would obviously be the valuable items secretly she's dealing with survivor's guilt but over time as an introvert she's working through that as she's learning to bond and trust with those who go with her on her adventures. What is a particular quest that Lady Camilla Stedding would be willing to recruit or hire the player characters to go and do? Help her clear out and map a nearby ruin to find a significant archaeological find. Maybe in this case, it's a tomb, a sarcophagus, or just an important, relevant cultural object. So you don't have to bust out a divine god-tier artifact. It could just be, oh, we're looking for the tomb of this important historical figure. Or, hey, this ceremonial headdress was very important to this local culture. I'm trying to find it so I can either bring it to a museum or return it to the kingdom or whatnot. 
what would be the reward for succeeding in this quest? Certainly Lady Camilla is willing to attach each of the party members with the discovery. She's willing to credit them in the discovery so that way they can be remembered in the history books for the find. And she is also willing to part with an even share of the gold, although Lady Steading is more concerned about the artifact or the object rather than just cold hard cash herself. What would be the consequence of failure or refusing the call? It's obvious that if you're exploring a dungeon or a ruin or a temple or something, that death of the player characters during the course of the exploration is possible. Certainly, as we've seen throughout the Tomb Raider series and video games alike, there are deadly traps to have to contend with, and certainly the survivor timeline makes no efforts or doesn't pull its punches when it comes to the cutscenes that happen when you fail a quick time event and suddenly Lara Croft is plunging into the depths of the ocean or is being impaled on some sort of makeshift spike pit or something. So definitely death is a very real possibility if they fail during the adventures. But less drastically, it's also possible that the ruins collapse and they are unable to explore or recover any of the artifacts that they were there to try and find. If the player characters refuse to help Lady Camilla Steading, then what happens is an order of knights arrive in the nearby town several days later and begin to question the people of the town for the whereabouts of Lady Steading. And these knights will silently kill anyone who oppose them because these are Knights of the Oracle. They are a secretive and heretical order within a major religion within the world who seek to discover the powerful relics, objects, and artifacts of the gods to bring the world to order under their ideology and control. Most peasants and common folk will only recognize the major religious symbols in relation to these knights, so most common people are not going to have any knowledge of this cabal. Obviously, you wouldn't be a very good secret order if you went around with the symbol of your secret order blazoned proudly for all to see. These knights will interrogate the player characters if they're still within the town, and they will get violent if they need to be. Their goal is to locate Lady Steading, not to reveal their organization. So players who overcome these knights, whether by force or trickery, sleight of hand, whatnot, can then reveal their hidden agenda after successful investigative work. What are the goals and motivations of the character? Lady Steading is continuing on with the tradition of her father in archaeology and adventuring, not only in honor and love of him, but also to clear his name. The Knights of the Oracle have systematically been dismantling the credibility of her father to the Sovereign, ultimately before the Knights decided to murder him while Lady Camilla was still a young girl. And she grew up her life not knowing how or why really truly her father had been murdered until her first big adventure when the truth of this secretive order was revealed to her. So she has been working to solve and uncover the mysteries that her father was working on in order to restore his name and thus her household and also to reveal and defeat the Knights of the Oracle. So how do her goals and motivations affect her personality? Lady Camilla is determined in finding justice for her father. She is focused as she works very hard to decipher the research that her father left, along with the deep love she has for reading about history and culture. She can be improper at times when it comes to matters of society or royalty, as she does not particularly care that she's part of the aristocracy. She has more important things to worry about, after all. Circumstances have forced her to grow in confidence and ability when it comes to matters of the blade. How does Lady Camilla normally interact with friends and peers, enemies and rivals, people that work for her, and with player characters? 
She speaks with an air of authority in matters of history and archaeology. She treats her peers and employees with respect and cordiality. She's often snarky or quippy when it comes to dealing with enemies and rivals. She speaks with player characters skeptically at first because she doesn't know their skill levels and reputation, or there is a lack of propriety or confidence. After she's gotten to learn more about the player characters and bond with them, she will gradually open up and treat them with warmness and enthusiasm. After all, she is an introvert at heart. Does the character have a particular accent or language they speak? Any idiosyncrasies in the way they act and present themselves? You can clearly hear an aristocratic accent in Lady Camilla Studding's voice and mannerisms, though she doesn't rely on her station in society. As a well-educated woman, she can speak, read, and write fluently in Dwarven, Elvish, and Halfling. She is also able to speak, write, and understand Undercommon and Draconic as a non-native speaker. So definitely she comes across a little more clunky when she's speaking Undercommon and Draconic, but she's still able to converse in those and understand those languages as well. Any other languages require time spent translating in a library or finding an object or a magic spell that would allow her to understand a language for a short period of time. What impact has your character made on the world? How have you shaped the local area? Lady Steading has made it a point to uncover mysteries of the ancient world and to share the knowledge with the world. Her first major discovery as a young adult was finding an ancient island in the middle of the ocean surrounded by perpetual storms. A source of constant shipwrecks, a cult of worshippers trapped there sought to resurrect a cleric lich back into a mortal body to break the cycle of storms. Lady Camilla, with aid, was able to kill the lich and destroy the cult, all the while working to recover long-lost artifacts to be returned to the nations and temples of the world, shared in various museums, or returned to secure vaults to ensure those dark objects would never see the light of day again. She's something of a folk hero to the common people as she helps to bring history and wonder back to the world. Her credibility among royalty or aristocracy is working on improving, but thanks to the subterfuge by the Knights of the Oracle, it's sometimes stagnant. She's often traveling the world and can occasionally be found at Studding Manor, researching or planning her next expedition. Does Lady Camilla have any current problems that prevent her from being a bigger player on the stage? Her biggest problem is the secret war that's being conducted by the Knights of the Oracle to silence and stop Lady Steading from revealing their existence to the religious and royal authorities, as well as constantly working to acquire the powerful relics that they would use to assert dominance on the world. She is in a constant arms race and a competition against this nefarious organization. Without the constant threat of death or politics, she would be free to explore the world in peace and bring honor back to her father and to her family. All right. So that is the synopsis of the character. And as I do with the other characters that I create from an archetype, I create a short story. So let's go ahead and head into a random encounter. <laughs> was having a bad dream. Memories that had become a reoccurring nightmare. Survivor's guilt. Lady Camilla Steading was on a vessel, sailing into the farthest reaches of the ocean, searching for the hidden island of the Temple of the Sun Child. It was chief among the last mysteries her father, Lord Maynard Steading, was seeking to unravel. She had to find the island, prove him right, show the world that the myths were true. She was joined by her late father's valet, her faithful guardian and former mercenary, Warwick Pyrrhus. 
She made friends with some of the crew members, Callum, the ship's carpenter and surgeon, Morgan, the boatswain, Old Roy, the helmsman, and a teenage cabin boy named Sasha. Lady Camilla was among a team of sages and researchers on this expedition, led by Sir Jacoby from the church, and young Lady Himari Kumura, the diplomat's daughter, and purse strings behind the expedition. The Kumura family claimed their ancestor fled the island before its disappearance into legend. A flash of lightning, a crash of waves on the hull, the splintering of wood, the tearing of sails, the spray of seawater that cut like daggers. A calm evening sailing soon turned into an epic storm. They had found the island, or rather, the island had found them. The ship was breaking apart as it was being battered against waves and rock. She had to jump. She had to reach Warwick. She leapt with her hand outstretched. Darkness. Tumbling. Burning. She needed air. She gasped, swirling, struggling, then calm. Lady Stedding soon found herself among the bones and corpses of many of the shrines constructed on the island, all pointing to the Sun Child. But they were twisted. None of the depictions matched her research. This was not life. This was death. Camilla tossed and turned in the room at the tavern she was staying in. It was getting easier to sleep as she continued to learn to forgive herself, but that didn't mean she didn't have struggles when the pressure was on. The Knights of the Oracle were on her trail. Her dreams kept flashing throughout the adventure, having to kill for the first time, losing Warwick to a mob of cultists and the undead, the betrayal of Sir Jacoby, as Lady Camilla discovered he was a member of the Knights of the Oracle, who was then cut down by one of the terrifying Oni servitors on the island. Losing Sasha. Losing Old Roy. So much loss. Her dreams drifted to the night she discovered her father dead in their manor's library. An apparent suicide. The admission by Sir Jacoby proved otherwise. It was a climactic battle. As she scaled the ancient tower of the Temple of the Sun Child, Lady Himari had been captured and deemed worthy to undergo the ritual to release the corrupted avatar from their lichdom. This ancient cleric, who possessed the lives of a thousand priestesses before her, was ready to place the phylactery into Lady Himari and become mortal once again, absorbing the soul of Lady Himari in the process to be trapped forever. The cult leader fought hard to help the ancient lich complete her ritual, but Lady Camilla emptied her flint lock pistols into the madman. She grabbed the staff he wielded, a magical artifact necessary for the ritual, and pierced the lich's phylactery. The lich crumbled in great pain as all of the souls who had previously been trapped inside were released to pass into the ethereal plane and beyond. Lady Camilla delivered the final blow to the lich, killing this creature, and lifted the hurricane that surrounded the island. Callum, Morgan, Lady Himari, and a few members left from the research team were able to hail a passing naval vessel to rescue them and bring the tale and treasures of the fabled island back to civilization. She awoke from the cold sweat of her dreams to early morning light. She stared at the small, simple nightstand next to the simple bed, a portrait of her parents. The table in the room had maps laid out with several books holding the corners. The mountains were cold and perilous, but she knew that the Knights of the Oracle were searching for the Undying Prophet and his lost city. The correspondence Lady Camilla had intercepted from the Oracle messengers were still fresh with blood and gave her valuable intel on the camp that was being established at the base of the mountains. She would need to work quickly and quietly if she was going to get to the Undying Prophet first. Packing up her belongings and dressing for colder weather, she marched to the door down the hall and knocked on the door. Callum, it's time. And there you go. There is my attempt 
at Alaracroft. Type NPC. What did you think? Did I do the character justice or am I way off base? Only time and listener comments on my Twitter and Reddit and Facebook can only tell. So be sure to follow us on social media. Check out our website. Leave us a review on iTunes. You know the drill. I certainly appreciate you listening to this episode. Can't wait to continue to get more of your feedback to make the kind of interesting content during the in-between weeks when we don't have guest episodes. So I thank you again for your support, for listening. Thank you for getting us to a thousand downloads. Thanks again. Have a great rest of your week and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sidekicks and SideQuests. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast through Apple Podcast, Google Play, and Overcast, or feel free to save the RSS feed to use the app of your choice. Visit our website, https colon forward slash forward slash sidekicksandsidequests.com for links, write-ups of the NPCs, and to learn more about the podcast. To stay up to date and share your fan creations, you can like and follow the podcast on social media by searching for at Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. The podcast is also on Reddit, so join our subreddit community at r slash Podcast to share your art, stories, discussions, and commentary. If you'd like to hail the bard, send an email to sidekicksandsidequests, all one word, at gmail.com. I ask that you please leave an honest review on iTunes to help spread the word about the show. Sidekicks and Sidequests is unofficial fan content permitted under the fan content policy, meaning I'm not approved or endorsed by Wizards. Portions of the materials used are property of Wizards of the Coast. Copyright Wizards of the Coast, LLC. Thank you for your support, and I'll see you at the pub next time. Bar to rock on one, two, one, two, three, four! Oh! Psychics and psychoists.